Welcome to the Pride Against Prejudice podcast, a Shadowrun 4th edition actual play podcast. I am Simon. I play Bertha Huggins, aka Huggy Bear. I'm Al, or Draenor. I'm playing Mav or Maverick. My name is Les, and I will be playing Murin. My name is Jack. I'm going to be playing Fleiger. Hello, I'm Michael, and I'll be playing Sunshine. And my name is Ridian. I'm the GM. If you would like any bonus content, a link to our living campaign map can be found in the show notes, along with a link to our Discord where you can get occasional bonus episodes, and if you'd like to add locations to the map or just ask us questions, you're welcome to join us there. If you stick about for a few seconds at the end of the episode, we also have a question for you as well. The following content may contain themes and materials not suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Boy, Shadowpunks. Yeah, Pink Hawk has made that a thing now. We're still scouring the Matrix for the best Shadowrun pay data for you, and we've actually been recommended this one by Huggy. And I've got to admit, after listening to It's a Bug, Not a Features trailer, I might have to hunt me down a German Linguasoft chip so I can give it a listen. For any German speakers out there, this one definitely looks really, really good. Yo, Shadow Pounce, here's a shadow fact for you. Berlin. It's a bug. Not a feature. Not a feature. We are a German actual play Shadowrun podcast. Oi, Oma. Willkommen in Berlin. Willkommen im Status F. Ein Shadowrun 6 actual play podcast. Yeah, that's right. A fucking German actual play. Our podcast is edited fast-paced, with its super high production value, and the sound design is top-notch. In our AP, we focus on character development and immersive storytelling. Oh come on, ChatGPT, that is so fucking generic, absolutely bullshit, nothing saying. You need to highlight the things that set us apart from other actual plays, like that we are very, very focused on the rules because we play in Germany and in Germany you play by the rules. Also, fun fact, we only use military march music for the score. Yeah, okay, that's a total lie. But anyhow, slot your Saxonian lingo soft and give us a listen everywhere where you find podcasts. And now back to the show. Last time on the podcast, the runners headed home and we got to find out a bit more about their lives when they're not running the shadows. Now they start to meet up with some contacts and start looking for that next skill or piece of gear that will give them the edge next time they do a job. Now that we've had a chance to set the scene a little bit for where people live and stuff like that, we can go into actual downtime. What would you guys like to do with your free time? Well, I'm going to need to get myself a new drone. I'm going to have to get Hansel Mark II. Do you have a guy for that? I'm not sure. Not on my list of contracts at the moment, but I do have one who is listed, who hasn't got a name yet, who is listed as simply Mechanic. What's their name? 
I don't know yet. Give me a second. Mav, what do you want to do with your downtime? Um, looking at that shopping list that I sent you, things that I can just get, those two software upgrades I can just do, so I set them downloading as soon as I get home. I probably need to go visit Marty. Alright, who's Marty? Marty the, um, gun... What's his actual title? Where's my character sheet? He's a gym owner, is he not? A personal trainer. Oh, yeah, yeah. He is also an arms dealer, which is the... Yes, he's the dude that operates a gun shop out the, the back gym. of the gym. So, Indeed. remind me, is this, like, full-on gym bros, tiny shorts, no shirts kind of gym, or is it a Sandra from the office is trying to get trim kind of gym? Marty is a troll. The way I imagine this gym is that Mav, at Body 4, Strength 4, is on the very slim light end of this gym's clientele. It deals with trolls and cyber munchkins, and the occasional big orc. Marty never wears anything but the tiniest of shorts to show off his tree trunk-like thighs. Oak Tree's got nothing on these, and he is absolutely ripped. He clearly does nothing but pump iron and teach other people how to do the same thing. As you go in, this place, yeah, it is proper gym bro territory. It just stinks of sweat and testosterone in here. And as you go in, he sees you, walks over and slaps you on the back in a kind of friendly way, but it feels like he's trying to rearrange your gizzards with a... Little man, how's it doing? How are you getting on? Are you finally ready to bulk out? Nah, not this time, mate. I'm here for the, um, the special, special orders again. Ah, uh, you're here for the other training program, right, right. Oh, uh, one moment, one moment. Bill, your form's trash. Down, up with the knees. Get it right. Uh, come on, Mav. He takes you down the corridor and unlocks a cleaning cupboard. He takes you inside it, locks it behind him, unlocks the door inside the cleaning cupboard, goes in and it's just a walk-in cupboard full of guns in here. There's boxes of ammo and stuff like that everywhere. And he turns to you and asks, Right, what are you after, little man? Well, I've been, you know, working out a bit. Those supplements you gave me last time It's not are... showing. Come on, work hard. <sighs> the other kind of workout. I know, I know, but you could still use the workout, little man. One of these days, Marty, one of these days. One of these days, you'll come join me. I will. I'm gonna hold you to that. But the stick and shock's going down very well. I could do with another belt of that. You're not meant to frag and eat it, Mav. <laughs> I'm not eating it myself, I'm feeding it to people. I mean, yeah, fair. It does tend to give people indigestion, doesn't it? So, what caliber, how many boxes? Probably another 100 round box and medium machine gun. Are we talking... Oh, remind me, are you on belt or mag for that? He's kind of sorting through boxes at the back of the cupboard. Belt, caseless, 7.62 NATO. It's a little harder for him to get medium machine gun ammo, but you're a good customer, so he does keep some in stock for you. And he just pulls out a box with a belt of 100 and says to you... Right, are you after anything else? One you won't have on hand, but I'd like you to start, you know, putting out feelers for me. Alright, well, I mean, there'll be no feeling in the cupboard. Not that kind of gym, you know what I'm saying? 
Not that kind of guy, Marty. Not that kind of guy. All right, but all right. if you could try and get your hands on some APDS, same caliber, same style. No, we're talking serious leagues there, Mav. We are. We're talking the kind of thing that, uh, you know, the old NYPD Inc. They take an interest in that, you know what I'm saying? Too hot for you? I mean, I'm not saying I can't get it. I'm just saying it might take me a little while. Yeah, no pressure. Just telling you when I first think of it, so you have it when I need it. <sighs> I hate to ask, how much is this your priority? Are you needing this for a job in the next couple of days, or...? It's just for a rainy day. Alright, this is your... Drekkers hit the fan. I'm going to turn your fan into a colony. Yeah. Alright, well, I can probably get you some. It'll take me some time. If you are needing some PDQ, I mean... Well, there is a mutual acquaintance of ours who can help you out. It's not on the PDQ All right. scale. I'm just saying, I know a guy... As the, do I, the, I know who you're talking about. I mean, he might be a dodgy Italian frag stick, but... But he can get his hands on some weird shit, and damn quick. I mean, he can, and oh my god, that gelato. I mean, it's... Uh, <laughs> I know I shouldn't. I know I really shouldn't. But it's my fragging kryptonite, that gelato. Anything else, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I stick to my diet plan. But, oh, it's so very hard when I have to see that man not to have a little bit of that lovely, lovely ice cream that that cafe has. It's bad for your figure, Marty. Well, I know, but you've had it, man. It's actual. I have. Actual ice cream with real cow's milk. None of that soy crap. I mean, he's probably going to shoot you afterwards, but he will at least feed you first. I mean, the guy's a dodgy, dodgy motherfragger, but he is decent. Alright, so anyway, I'll see what I can do about that tenderizing ammo for you, eh? And I'll give you a ring when I manage to get something, yeah? Alright, so it's going to take him about five days to get his hands on it. That is remarkably quick, and it's probably sensible for him to buy, like, some, even if Mav's only going to be buying it in by the belt. So you're doing this on the Wednesday, then? Yeah, I did specify that Mav's first thing was that he went home and slept. So, this is next day, at least. So you're not going to get it until the 4th at the moment. Well, that's okay. You will eventually get a text saying, I've got your supplements. Ideal. So, when you go by, you know the big tubs that whey protein comes in? Yep. Yeah, he actually hands it to you in one of his old ones that he shoved a belt of ammo inside, and he hands you this, quote-unquote, Whey protein jar. And Mav wires him the 700 new yen. Cool. Is there anything else that you want to do after? Not from Marty. Um... Yeah, I mean, is Mav just enjoying his downtime and just taking it easy for a little while? Uh, Mav's going to try and pick up some random work with the random work that he does, which is stuff like bouncer in bars and... All right, so I'll abstract this a little bit. Are you just doing bouncer work at bars? What kind of area is it? Is it a nice area? Is it a dodgy area? It's probably around where he lives. Back to Staten Island, which is C-rating. 
There are the A ratings, but Mav is probably not confident enough in his own fake sin to do those. Yeah, so you mainly work in small bars, jazz clubs, blues clubs, that kind of stuff around the Great Kills area. Yep. It's, it's not too bad. I'll say that since you're not doing any karma expenditure, you can earn a little bit of new yen for this. I'll say you can earn... i tell you what, give me an edge roll, and for every hit, you earn a thousand new yen. I would like three hits on an edge roll. So you actually managed to have a really good few weeks. You managed to get a couple of gigs working fairly fancy places for a C-rated area. You do have a couple of direct heads that try to make trouble, and while you and the other bouncers are giving them a good shooing round the back of the place, oh, look at that. Somebody dropped a cred stick that fell out of your pocket. Magic. I'll just look after that, shall I? Boot. Boot. So how much do I make from the jobs and the recovered? Uh, you managed to pick up about three grand. Oh, very nice. Are you just quietly shaking people down while you're doing this? <laughs> Not deliberately. <laughs> Sunshine, what are you doing with your downtime? I've got a day job, so I need to go and do some of that. Uh, Sunshine's working at a cafe. He's doing about 10 hours a week of that, and then also trying to do like 10 hours a week of the wheeler and dealer getting started as an information broker. All right, so your time's pretty full, so you don't have much time to spend any karma at the moment. I would like to try and keep improving some of my software. Would I need to find a contact to get better software? Uh, no, you can do it yourself. So normally, if you're like buying a gun or something like that, this would be done using negotiation to see how well you can like work your street contacts but with this you can do it using your data search so just use your browse program okay it's just a case of how good is your google foo uh we shall find out google da -da. now a wholly owned subsidiary of shiawase oh actually hang on analyze is common use that that's legal so i can just buy that you know i can just go into the equivalent of t-mobile and by rating six, oh, 600 new yen, yeah. Yeah, I'm just doing that. What other programs are you buying? Okay, so the other one that's come up quite a lot, uh, actually, I'm going to go with Stealth Before Attack. Um, would I be able to buy Stealth Sit, please? It's a hacking program. Yeah, you're trying to get hold of a new Stealth program. You're having to dig around in some of the dodgier parts of the matrix there's one point where you're going oh god i've got a trojan and you have to spend a couple of days clearing it off yeah there is also one guy who offers to sell it to you but he's asking for nudes and it's like dude dude no you're just creepy no yeah. i could get it from you but principles so you do eventually find somewhere that will sell it to you and you find a guy on some weird node it's it's one of the few bits of the old Shadowlands BBS that's actually survived Crash 2.0, but it's, oh, oh, it's janky as hell in here. And nobody's upgraded the sculpting and it's a bit fly-by-wire polygons. It feels a bit strange in here, but the guy in there, he's clearly just making his living. He's a retired Shadowrunner who sells 
uh, programs to people. Cool. Yeah. I so I wire him a truly frightening amount of money for a starter character. I mean, dude's worked out a decent living here. <laughs> yeah. So cool. That's my stealth program to six. Okay, so now that we've got you sorted there, Sunshine, what would you like to do with your downtime, Huggy? Right, so I'm going to go meet my drone guy. What's your drone guy or gal like? My drone guy is a guy. He's uh, one of the older orcs I know. I mean, you can go for a drone non-binary if you so choose. Actually, yeah, let's go for that. All right. My drone person. Your drone envy. Who, their name is Lurtzog. They're an orc. Their parents named them after flicking through um, some of Tolkien's work. Lurtzog, they've kept the name because they love their parents. However, they're aware of just how un-PC their name is these days. Yes. They're just, yes, yes, that's my name. No, it's not a street name, though. That's my actual name. That's like full or exploitation. <laughs> His street name is Dave. Their street name is Dave, yeah. And everybody's going, yeah, yeah, it's Dave. Do you mean Lurtzog? Wait, what? So where is Lurtzog or Dave? Are they also in Fresh Kills Warrens or are they somewhere else? Yeah. <clears throat> they are also they are in Fresh Kills. They are my... We, the two of us kind of are... I formed our own little two-trog um, drone appreciation society. Yeah, they live in... It was like a stuffer shack or 7-Eleven at one stage, but it's now got an extended family of orcs living above it that... Eh, they're sinless. They came in on a boat five years ago from Thailand, and oh my god, will she just not shut up? You need to, you need to put your AR on. All right, just... Mm. Yeah, round the back is like the old loading bay, which goes into an underground cellar. There used to be a cargo lift, but Lurtzog has turned that off. They just got sick of it. Uh, they've taken every single transistor out of that fragger and thrown the motor in the, in the river. For good reason. Yeah, there's good copper in that. <laughs> it was a bad day, and they had had enough. <laughs> I, I, I moved in before that that engine got thrown in the river and I'm kind of sad that I wasn't there to shoot it a couple of times before it got thrown in the river. It was just the fragging kids. They were just not fragging stop playing with it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it... And after the incident where one of them stuck their hand in a rotodrone, Lurtzog just decided that, you know what? It's just not worth getting screamed at. You, you don't get to come down here anymore. <laughs> when you go over there, Lurtzog... I'm imagining they're not really a people person, is that right? No. no. I think I'm probably one of the few people that they see on a regular basis. As a general rule, if it's not in binary, it gets on the nerves, which is somewhat ironic coming from them. <laughs> but as you approach, you've all seen the original Star Wars trilogy. You know that bit where Luke goes to Jabba's palace and the eyeball on a stick comes out of the wall? Yes. Yeah, like a Lone Star eyeball that's just been welded to a rod extends out of the wall into your face, and looks you up and down, and a voice goes, Oh, oh, it's you. And the door opens. Sorry to disappoint. This is me not being disappointed. Sorry, I've, I've been around people, you know. 
Uh, you you lo- you lose uh, the sinking. So the doors are actually pretty big, but they only open enough for a troll and no more than that, because Lurtzog knows, ah, it's just huggy. But the doors are actually big enough to get aircraft in and out. They've Lurtzog's clearly modified this place. And as you go down into the basement, you find Lurtzog. Well, Lurtzog's feet, because they're underneath an old... Is that a Wanjita? Jeez, I've not seen one of them in a while. They got used a lot in the Euro Wars. The Aussies developed those things. And Lurtzog's underneath, and you can just see these feet. And there's a hand just patting around on the floor looking for a spanner. And as Lurtzog hears you, they just shout out to you. Can you hand me a 22 mil? Sure. I I go to the twenty. I find the nearest twenty-two mil and hand it to them. They grab it, pull it under. Sorry, I wanted a socket, not a solid. Sorry, sorry, should have guessed. No, no, I didn't tell you. I just said twenty-two mil. Right, I find a socket, twenty-two mil. Come on, you bastard! Gotcha! Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> And this is why you drain the oil before you pull the crank. They just come out wiping oil out of their eyes and look at you and say, I did. Right. This thing is fucked. Not for... Oh my god, hydraulic fluid tastes rank. Not for much longer. When I'm done with this baby, she will be... Terrorizing the skies of New York again. Oh my god, I have to... there's, a, there's, there's, there's mints in the t- green toolbox, please go and get me some. I run and get him some mints. Them some mints. When you hand it to them, it's one of the plastic tubs, not a stick of gum or something. They just crack it open and pour this thing into their mouth and start chewing, just trying to clear this vile taste out of their mouth. I'll get some, some, some vipes as well to get some oil out of their eyes. Yeah, yeah, thanks for your help. Ugh. The fluid wasn't your fault. It's the stupid fragger that... Oh, well, it wasn't their fault either. The landing gear jammed and they tried to land. Well, they had to land it somewhere. Boxers, that was fun. <laughs> Shit. That must have been a fun landing. Well, there'd have been more sparks, but there was a jackrabbit. And... Well, I've rebuilt the nose cone. It's fine. I'm just sorting out the hydraulics so that the landing gear stops jamming. Anyway... Do you want help, or are you looking to buy something, Huggy? Yeah, sure, that'd be cool. Uh, could I get a quick roll of... Aeronautics mechanic or automotive yeah. mechanic? Yeah, or an aeronautics. So a Juanjita is a flying drone. It's a little bit like a Predator drone from our world on steroids. It's about the same size, but it's got a much better stealth profile, and it's a heck of a lot better armed. That's two hits for aeronautics mechanic. Okay, with two hits... You spend a fairly pleasant afternoon taking this thing apart, and you do eventually find the problem with the hydraulics. And it's one of those bloody annoying problems where it's sort of intermittent, and you have to go through things like, is it this? No. Is it this? No. Is it five other things? No. Or is it these two really weird things happening at the... Oh, for God's sake, really? Yeah, I'm sitting there like, well, it's not, it's not this, and it's not this, and they're like, it's both of them? It can't be, it's, it's never both, okay, we've tried everything else, 
We try that. You eventually solve it after Lurtzog has had half a can of Hurlg. And they rip <laughs> one of the solenoids out of the hydraulics and shove it in the freezer for 20 minutes uh, before putting it back into the drone going, is it something to do with the colder altitude? Because they did bring it down pretty quick. Bragging, really? A solenoid that gets dicky in the cold. Honestly. Uh, what? Are you kidding me? Is that Jesus? Uh, cheers for the help, Huggy. So, what can I do for you? Oh, right. Yes, I actually came here to get... Um, I lost Hansel. I mean, have you tried to find my drone app? I, I know where the rest of her is, but it's not repairable. Sorry, sorry, you lost her and it's not repairable. Where did you lose her? I mean, I know we live in the Warrens, but come on, you know better than that, Huggy. Uh, so she took several light machine gun rounds directly. Oh, she got so... shot. Why didn't you say? You said sorry, you lost like it. Like I said, I, I, I'm not good at English. You know this. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Oh, um, that's one hit. And suddenly you just remember, oh, yeah, Lurtzog's really literal-minded. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's, I'm getting back into this mind process, but it's when you're talking to other people and then you go and talk to Lurtzog, it takes a little bit of time to get into that mindset of, no, I need to speak to them in their language. And unfortunately, their language is both not my first language and not my first language. Lurtzog's face just looks like they're having a moment where they're going, oh, oh, whatever. And you get the sense that they always need to have something to do with their hands. Uh, they always have to have their hands doing something. They do have quite big, chunky hands, but as you're talking, they've moved over to a bench and they're now dismantling a fly spy under a magnifying glass it's one of the magnifying glass headsets that model painters use yeah they've got one of those on and as they're looking through the magnifying glass working on soldering something in this fly spy it's absolutely tiny oh is that a fly spy i've been wanting to pick up one of those for ages uh this one's a little bit temperamental it's kind of a project well if you find if you have any um if you find any um, newer ones i've wanting to pick fun up anyway yeah i want i need I, I want to buy a new roto drone and i thought that you were the best person to either tell me there's you can find one or find one for me yeah i got something come with me come with me i quite like this one this one's fun and they take you down into their basement on well, sub basement it's like wire racks of just stuff down here you spent quite a few fun afternoons in here just digging through and going oh it's a part for one of those yeah that's quite cool it's that kind of place yeah and there's a few drones here in various states of disassembly there's a couple of Lurtzog's experiments there's one experiment that you're looking at it going well that was never gonna work it's a steel lynx that's had a roto drone welded to each of its legs Lurtzog I thought you were going to disassemble that I mean I did I was gonna and it could only fly under ground effect, but it flew. And as you look at it, there's it's got shattered rotor blades all over it. And Lurtzog carries on. But it did sort that gang out. Well, if it did its job, it did its job. I mean, unless I put new rotors on it, it'll never fly again. And they were cleaning the blood off the 13th floor after the rotors got in there. But boy, it worked. 
I kind of want to see that now and also hopes that I never have to. <laughs> so they eventually lead you down between the racks and you find this beaten up old rotodrome down there. Half of it has Lone Star markings. A quarter seems to be an old crash cart response rotodrone and Shiawa... Oh no, Shiawa cart? Oh, oh no, oh no. That's just where they've done a cut and shut. Lurtzog looks it over and says to you, look, I know it looks like a piece of dreck and we can respray it for you, but all the internals are solid. It's just the casing. I was just going to say that looks like nothing that a little bit of paint won't solve. I mean, if you really care about the welding beads, I can buff those out for you, but... I really don't. <laughs> All right. As long as it puts bullets down range, it's not a problem. Well, I mean, you'll need to fit your own gun, because at the moment this thing's got... Uh, well, they were using it for crowd suppression. It's got a taser on it. It's fragging... It's fragging drag. What's it that... Oh, Jesus. Right, I've got. A, I, I managed to lift the drone from Hansel's. Well, the part of it that had the gun on it, uh, they were using it in a double A area to deal with bar fights, and you know, oh, you know how corpy people get when they drink. Yeah, Jesus, this is a uh... well. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, as, as I said, as long as it still take a gun, I can. I'm more than happy to buy. How much do you want for it? Well, it was three other roto drones, but I did put a lot of work into this, and it will fly like it's brand new. So Lertzog will sell it to you for book price minus five hundred, so fifteen hundred, yeah, quarter off. Right, fragging steel. Yeah, I'd said book price minus five hundred before I looked at book price more for me. <laughs> so you managed to get your drone off Lertzog. Is there anything else that you're wanting to do in her downtime? So I'd like to get our fly spy as well. Yeah, Lurtzog will. A fly spy is what? Five grand? A fly spy is two grand, I think. Yeah, yeah, they'll just do your fly spy. Shiny. Um basically anything you get off Lurtzog, it will be second hand. It might be made of two or more drones put together, but it will be solid and it will work. And they will occasionally show you something that's a bit more... So I had an idea at 4am and I'd had six cans of Hulk. Honestly, the six cans of Hulk stuff is the most fun to look at because you're looking at it and you're like, okay, so I can see where the idea started and I can see where the idea ended and then you try and work out where they got from A to B <laughs> and why they went through Z to get there. The other thing, whenever you're in Lertzog's place, there's a trid screen going, well, it's not actually a trid screen, it's a 2D flat screen, and it's always showing reruns of Robot Wars. Honestly, some of my best evenings have been just sitting in here, drinking Hulk and watching Robot Wars. It better be the actual Craig Charles era. Well, yeah. Lertzog also does a little bit of underground drone racing and drone fighting. There's a few drones in here that... Hang on. You've attached a flywheel to a roto drone. Why the fuck not? Let's see what happens. I mean, that's, that's, that's the spirit. That's how you win. You, 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 you pull something that they didn't think was going to be possible, and then you rip the drone to shreds. Well, it's the fact that it gets ejected from one of the Dobermans. Yeah, that's... 
I remember watching the the the, the um, uh, uh, recording of the first time they pulled that one out, and the look on the opponent's face, just just chef's kiss. That was brilliant. That was just amazing. Now that you've picked up your fly spy, is there anything else that you're wanting to do there, Huggy? If I can, if this might be something that I can just get online, or something that I can uh, get with um, some help from from Lurzog. I was hoping to get the Covert Ops Autosoft for the Fly Spy. Lurzog looks at you and says, oh, Huggy, you know I mainly do the hardware. I mean, I can I can go and ask around and see what I can do if you want. I, I, I can also just find, you know, I know this isn't your area of expertise. Autosofts are not listed as restricted, so yeah, you can just buy that for four grand. Lurzog thinks for a few moments and then says, hang on a minute. And they disappear off into the wire racking and there's there's a couple of crashes as they chuck stuff out. And a, oh, I'd forgotten about that. And one of the things that gets flung out, it's an as technology crawler that's got a spatula attached to it. It's just flung out into the main working area. I remember when we made that. A what with a spatula attached? And as technology crawler, it's a small perimeter patrol drone. Oh god. Why? Well, we, so there was this idea we had. We were both very, very drunk. The drone flips eggs and occasionally asks, What is my purpose? And then you reply, You're an egg flipper. You flip eggs. And then it beats itself over the head with the spatula. We programmed that's it, that's it. That's not an actual response of an AI or anything like that. Lurzog eventually comes back out with a baked bean tin. Uh, the label's long gone. They just empty this over the desk and they're digging through it going, no, no, no. I'll save that for later. Put that in a pocket and they eventually go, yeah, yeah, this one, this data chip, that's got a copy of Covert Ops for mini anthroforms. I'll grab it and sort of give it a quick look over and plug it into, the, into my data jack, check it out. Thanks. That saves me trying to dig through the matrix to try and find someone who's willing to sell it to me. Thanks so much. Is there anything else you need? Uh, want some help with? I've got, you know, it's a free time right now. They look kind of embarrassed for a few moments and say, "Can you, can you go to Stuffer Shack for me and get the stuff on this data chip? Because the guy who'll be on shift at the moment is an absolute douchebag. Yeah, he tries to make want? small talk, and I just cannot be dealing with his drag." Yeah, I know the guy. I know the guy. Um, I... I don't fragging care how my day is. Why the frag does he care how my day is? I don't know. I just talk German at him and he, he, he seems to stop talking eventually. See, I tried that. I tried speaking Orzet at him, but he fragging learned it. Oh shit, he knows Orzet. Oh frag, oh frag, oh frag. I mean, oh, I mean, frag. I mean, guys annoying as drag. But it's a human that speaks Orzet. Why does he speak Because he lives near Fresh Kill, so he thinks it's a good idea. Of... I know, I know. Don't get me wrong. I appreciate the effort, but I really, really wish he would just not make small talk. I would be quite happy with. Is that everything for you today? Would you like a bag or... But, but... Not how is your aunt... I can't aunt deal with the other drag. I don't want... How does he know I yeah, have an aunt? I don't, I don't know. I don't fucking know how he knows I have an aunt. 
And doesn't flag why he knows. I mean, how's my auntie? Well, she's a slitch. <sighs> that word is not familiar, but it, I can hear the venom in it. Yeah, I'll get you some stuff attack. Uh, get you some stuff attack. What do you want? I told you, it's on the data chip. Ah, sorry. Missed that. <laughs> I missed the hand. Sure, I'll be down in a second. I, 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 I gave you the data chip. Yep, I will go and get him his or uh, them their order. The human behind the counter, he's actually genuinely a nice guy, but you're getting that. Uh, he's a little too clean, a little too well-groomed, and a little bit too friendly, and it's that kind of... Uh... It, my problem with that is that's me. <laughs> I am that guy. <laughs> but no, I know how fucking annoying I am. <laughs> yeah, you get Lurtzog uh, stuff. It's mainly just like a stack of ready meals, a large amount of alcohol, two packets of camels, uh, some ice cream, some soy-based ice cream, and... Jesus, Lurtzog, how many packets of chips do you get through? Also, they're all the triple extra strong chili flavor. Value drowns them with Hulk. I mean, they did ask you to get a 12-pack of that as well. That's the one good thing about the Stuffer Shack, is that they almost always have Hogan. Depending on the area. Down here, Hoya. This, like, the one near us, it's the, the good thing about, like, uh, it's one of the few places where you won't get stabbed. You can be fairly sure that you don't need to take an armored vest. And it always has Hogan. The Stuffer Shack, it's kind of regarded as neutral territory by the gangs. There's about three or four different groups in various colours outside when you go in. Hang on, is that an elf gang from over the river? That's going to be fun later, but not for me. Yeah, this is neutral ground. Everybody needs soy ritos. So yeah, you get Lurtzog's shopping, you get your chip, and that's you sorted. Thank you for spending some time with us and listening to the Pride Against Prejudice podcast. We hope that you enjoyed the show and look forward to seeing you again in two weeks' time for our next episode. In the meantime, if you got control of Huggy's weird cursed house for a week, what countries would you force her to visit at gunpoint? Let us know on our Discord. Intro is More Human Than Human by Carl Casey, and the background music is also by Carl Casey. Outro music is Neon Thrills by Luck Hash, and all sound effects are credited in the show notes. The Tops Company Inc. has granted permission to the Pride Against Prejudice podcast to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or any other proprietary material for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with the Pride Against Prejudice podcast in any official capacity whatsoever. All other works mentioned in this podcast remain the property of their respective owners. Pride Against Prejudice podcast is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 license. So if you want to use any part of the show, please give us the credit. See you next time, chummers.